Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, this is Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. Today, my guest is Kirk Phillips. He is a certified Bitcoin professional, Digital Currency Council certified, and a certified public accountant. He is also the author of The Ultimate Bitcoin Business Guide. I'm excited to talk to you, Kurt. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Always love to talk oh, about crypto. Course. Yeah. Well, you know, it's so so hot right now. <laughs> but also, it, you know, I was, before we get into it, tell me, tell me about your company, what you guys do. Right. Well, we actually do uh, lots of different things. I guess just in the cryptocurrency universe, I'm quite immersed in many, many different things. Uh, so that's why it's exciting times. But as far as the book that you mentioned, The Ultimate Bitcoin Business Guide, uh, the original vision there was to also create a corresponding website that would have uh, you know, blogs, informational products, and stuff like that, which some of that stuff we have developed and some not yet, but uh, also to be the uh, translator between the CPA and financial world and the crypto world, which the subtitle to the book is for entrepreneurs uh, and business advisors. And so that was that's you know where the intention to be translator comes in. And it's interesting how now after five years in space, that's now seems to uh, becoming, uh, you know, hitting its stride, if you will, just because all of a sudden it's, we're only three months into the year and I've got uh, two CPE presentations, which that means continuing education for like the, Inst- the Institute of Internal Auditors and another one that's for where CPAs and attorneys are there. 
then we I did a virtual tax summit today on tax, another AICPA thing coming out, and various other things with the AICPA. So that got, that that's kind of the original vision I created, among other things, and it's just now it seems to be uh, kind of uh, taking taking root now. So, but as far as uh, what we do, uh, basically had created a new model type of CPA firm where we do subscription-based monthly uh, outsourced kind of virtual accounting and business processes. So we kind of wrap up the whole bookkeeping, accounting, tax, and technology piece uh, all in one thing. So we uh, have been doing that for years before uh, I discovered Bitcoin, which was around Jan 1, 2014, which is really the beginning of the journey with the book. And so after four years, it's just uh, essentially turned into a niche consulting practice, really. And we're almost 100% crypto at this point and do, uh, you know, crypto consulting for uh, startups. Basically, the, the main the main thing is, you know, long-term business relationships. But we also do work for individuals only if crypto is involved. Otherwise, if it's not, otherwise we don't. So, yeah, pretty much a pure crypto play. No place I'd rather be than in this conversation every day and every moment. It's exciting stuff. Wow, yeah, you sound very passionate about this. Yes, very, very passionate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, when people come to you, you know, what can they expect when they're coming to you as a business to use your service? What is going to be taking you above and beyond other people who might be offering the same service? Well, I think the big thing is the model is, I guess it's what helped to understand the old CPA model, which is what's somewhat typical for professional firms in general, whether it's CPA firms, attorney firms, and so forth. But, you know, the thing is, uh, it's kind of a, uh, first of all, it's a, it's a value, uh, it's like value billing, if you will. That's kind of one of the big plays. The whole time and money, I mean, time and billing aspect is kind of an old model that's becoming extinct. So, but we really cover A to Z all the way because we understand, and I've been in business myself, uh, uh, maybe that's important to circle back. So I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. So I've seen since probably the age of four, watched my dad as an entrepreneur, uh, you know, be involved in many different businesses that way. Uh, I've started many of my own businesses. And of course, when you're in public accounting, you get to work on all different kinds of things. So for, you know, probably 40 years now, I've had a and I just tend to be someone who's a very observant person. So over the past 40 years, I've watched and listened carefully to all the things that people go through. So it's more than just it's just more than just business. I mean, I just go really deep into really understanding what is important to people. So it's you know the the easy stuff is the kind of the numbers and the mechanics, but the, the deeper stuff is what's important what's important to people. Like understanding you know when they're going through hard times and being able to encourage them and stuff like that. You know, that, that, that that's what I'm good at. That, that's what I like. You know, the, the trust that people uh, have is like, is like gold. It's amazing. That feeling that's, you can't get paid for that in dollars. It's like the intrinsic return, but it's, it's really about an approach all the way from A to Z because we've been around business for so long. We understand what are all the things that are needed. And often in the traditional model, a lot of those things are not uh, even considered. So somebody might say, oh, I think I need some tax work. So who's out there that can help me with tax? Well, you know, what about all the other stuff where you've got holes in your organization, the back office, business processes, and so forth? You know, so nobody, nobody, it's just, I mean, I've worked at a big firm here before as well. And we're talking, you know, the firm that's clients are like top 5%, you know, uh, net worth, stuff like that. So, wow. Um, uh, you know, so but my point is, is even in that scenario, there oftentimes there wasn't advice given to make suggestions to people. Hey, make this improvement, make that improvement. Like that's what we're all about. Is like you know waking up every day and wanting to make improvements. So 
it's really just an uh, overall thorough approach to, and it's, I see it every day and every, you know, having conversations with new prospective clients or, or, uh, you know, even other people, but just having, just listening to what their experience is with what's currently happening. And you can see that there's, you know, there's gaps and holes and oftentimes people don't, people don't even know that. So it's really yeah, just well, a, it's an overall mind- kind of, their yeah. minds are not quite set up like yours has have the experience that you have going into this and that is why they're seeking your service here. Yeah, and of course now you know now in the crypto space the fact that I ended up going down the bitcoin rabbit hole which was really a result of doing the mm-hmm. book it was I think I think that it happened to be the right thing to take on because when you do a project like that I can I just can't think of another thing that would have compelled me to go down the rabbit hole as deep as I have and I'm still down there. If it wasn't for this project, as far as doing research and interviewing people, and so on and so on, and uh, so the timing was, you know, the timing was perfect. So now, when you're talking to people, like they really want to relate to somebody who is in the crypto world, and that's really hard to find when it comes to professional services around, you know, that uh, a CPA might normally deliver. That's really really hard to find. So when we have a conversation, it's like instant relatedness, which is awesome. So. Yeah, that's uh... yeah. I I feel like you know crypto has been around for quite some time. You know, Bitcoin has been on the scene, but it really hasn't gotten the momentum or the news coverage or the interest until recently. Is that is that also your your experience? And why do you think that is? Well, I think it's. Uh, I guess I guess the question is is that uh, from a mainstream point of view, or there could be several points of view in there. But yeah, if I guess more I, ma- I, more mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, I'm biased because this is all I basically, this is what I read and study every day. So <laughs> to me, it's like in the news everywhere, but that's because I'm looking for it. Um, exactly. Yeah, I think I think uh, one of the things is, you know, that we know that, uh, you know, science tells us that the research says that, you know, bad news sells and the good news is not. So bad news sells on a ratio to good news of 10 to 1. So, of course, when there's, uh, you know, negative stories out there, that's the folks that the folks that tell stories are generally looking for. The negative stuff, you know, Bitcoin's dead again, and all you know, Bitcoin obituaries and stuff like that. <laughs> so when those when those stories come out there, man, they're ready to go. But to hear something good and positive, well, that's not, eh, you know, I don't want to tell that story. So it's had to overcome, and probably like a lot of emerging technology, it's had to overcome, you know, the negativity that's out there. So my, that's, again, that's another one. Of, that's my job as an evangelist is to set the story straight. And so even people that I think that I know of, I mean, I've given people my book, I've got like other CPAs, uh, you know, CPAs are the most uh, research shows is the most trusted professional of all professionals. So uh, that's why I wanted to exploit that because when the subject matter, people are like, well, who, who's that guy talk, who's talking about this? What is this crazy Bitcoin stuff? You know, You're like, who can I believe about this? So that was my point there. But even, even with that being said, CPAs are supposed to be objective. I've, I've had, People, uh, some of them colleagues who uh, basically like uh, pooed it or uh, you know had a kind of negative reaction. I was actually kind of taken aback. I was really kind of surprised in a couple situations, but it's okay. I just smile and you know go on because I know one day it's all going to come around. So it's all similar to the internet, email, all these things. There's an interesting parallel, you know, 20, 25 years later from that, as far mm-hmm. as what people thought about email. Oh my God, no, the internet's only going to be used for porn. We can't possibly have this internet thing. You know, that's a, that's, <laughs> we're going, we're, you know, we're going through the same life cycle, but now it's Bitcoin. So I hope I answered the question there. You did, you did. I mean, Bitcoin, Bitcoin is here to stay, and I think that 
that once the once the, the voodoo or whatever is taken out of it, people are going to be very apt to jump to jump in with both feet, and they're going to need a service like yours to help navigate those waters, especially when it comes to businesses. Yes, absolutely. So where do you see this company going in the next three years? Are you trying to expand your client base specifically, or are you trying to offer more services? You know, that's a really great question because uh, I'm involved in so many things right now. Uh, Zencash is a great project. Just started working with those guys, kind of filling a, uh, like, director of accounting role. Uh, They are, I think, one of the, as I've heard from very smart people in the space, tapped in, you know, probably a top 40 promising project out of the many, many, you know, out of 1,500 or thousands of projects out there uh, looking to bring, looking to uh, fulfill on Operation Radical Transparency, which is why where I came into the picture, because uh, that's what I'm all about is transparency and access as part of the business model. I'm also a certified fraud examiner, so I don't, I don't examine frauds. However, I use it more as an educational tool to understand how to understand fraud prevention and detection and weave that into business processes. So with that, we're looking to you know bring in and really be the first public blockchain to have uh, transparency around their uh, accounting records and things like that, uh, that we're not aware of anybody else doing that out there. So we want to actually set and create the model, be a model example for other blockchains, you know, among other cool stuff. So, um, so that's like that's a project there, and just have uh, you know working with other other clients. And so, like, see, the thing is, is a, wanting to be the translator. So, um, you know, doing these presentations, uh, these continuing ed presentations. Like, I love education. I love teaching people. Like, I love speaking a lot. So that is really cool stuff there. Um, and you know, some of these things, it's actually turning into like, if you, if you can work your way up to get paid for speaking and then, you know, have people buy your book, I mean, that's really cool stuff. So, you know, that's how that's happened now. So you, so that's like an educational component. So that's why I'm saying there's kind of a whole wide array of things. I actually don't, it's just kind of, it's almost like it's taking itself there as opposed to me, like, you know, really directing it. Um, I mean, it's like, you know, if I wanted to, we could have, you know, bring people on board, create a whole, go for it, create a whole, you know, firm around uh, this stuff, but, you know, you got to be, I, I like to kind of uh, tread lightly or delicately because you can easily, you know, go down a path that you end up finding out that you don't want to go down and you, it's hard to change, you know, like a big ship in the ocean that wants to change course. It takes miles to change course versus if you're in a small boat and you want to turn left, you just turn left. So, uh, you know, so what that stuff and now like even working with the AICPA, which that is the largest trade group for CPAs in the world, one of the most influential organizations. Uh, and now I'm going to be working with them to develop their uh, blockchain courses and actually going down the flying down to their headquarters next week. And potentially that may lead to actually being directing and leading all of their uh, blockchain initiatives whether it's healthcare or all the different industries and stuff like that. So that's like a really cool thing. That's kind of like fulfilling on the educational thing. There's less stress and less liability with education. So (laughs) that's what I look for. Less liability, less stress, more fun. So there's kind of a variety (laughs) of things that are happening. And then there's like all all kinds of other cool projects that are out there that I'm involved in that could turn into some really cool stuff. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm I'm checking out your website right now and it's you know, so many, so many good, good resources. You have your book here, and then you have this blog that you've been doing, as well, where people can go and read, you know, your different blog posts that are all just the top things that people would be thinking about when they come searching for information about Bitcoin for their business. 
Yeah, the blog is great. I haven't uh, done a blog in a while. It's uh, anybody that you hear that has written the book, it takes a lot of energy. So, and mm-hmm. I want to do more. There will be more, but you know, then went to cranking out blogs in an un- unsustainable pace. Actually, two blogs. Um, there's two websites I have, both business related. But uh, you know, I love to tell stories, and I've got some some good ones on there. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like I kind of feel I kind of feel like you haven't heard it until you've heard it from me, as far as it goes in the you know from a business <laughs> perspective. So yeah, I got some fun stuff on there too about some of the, uh, come inspired from the chapters in my book, which is called Credit Card Chaos, The Banking Burnout Bonanza, and Money Transfer Madness, which is how you to understand Bitcoin is to understand the opposite. And when you understand how ludicrous and insane and to me the rusty old rails of of banking and credit cards. And then you really get the power of Bitcoin, which is that's only one of the infinite number of use cases that we're going to see here. But so anyway, one of the things I blog about is anytime I go through credit card chaos and my own experience, I'll write a story about it. It actually helps ease the pain because I know it's like, you know what, this is so painful. Everybody goes through it all the time, but they've numbed themselves to it because it's just the way it is. Uh, but at least I know I get a, uh, you know, get a, uh, a blog, a blog post out of it. So <laughs> we're all in it together, yeah. really. We're, yeah. <laughs> So, so what would you say, you know, to someone who is who is coming to your site, they're looking for for inspiration and for and for knowledge from you, and they're not involved in Bitcoin yet with their business, you know, and they do they think is it too late, or they get into the market, you know, are they behind the ball, or you know, what are your your standpoint on that? Oh no, it's absolutely not too late. Right now, it's the 1998 era of the internet. Right now, so mm-hmm. um, I'm borrowing I'm borrowing that from uh, Jeremy Allaire when I heard him speak in 2014 at a conference called Inside Bitcoins, and he said it's now the, at that time, he said it was the 1994 era of the internet. I said, mm-hmm. fantastic, because I missed cause I missed that one. So I don't want to <laughs> miss this one. So uh, I saw him about three months later at another conference, and he got to the questions, and I stood up and said, hey, I'm just curious, is it, is it now July of, the first one was in April 2014, and now it's July 2014. I said, hey, is it, is it the 1994 uh, era of the internet now in Bitcoin. And he said, yes, it still is. So if you want to roll the clock forward a few years, I would say we're now in the 1998 era. And as you know, many of the successful companies that have been out there now and have, you know, 15, or uh, what, 15 years plus tenure, you know, they were still started even in 1999, which is a few years down the road in the internet, but still early when we look back at it. So there's still plenty of opportunity to come in now. I guess yeah, one of the other things like talking about the companion site with the with the book is I think one of the one of the things we wanted to roll out uh is uh actually our intention was uh, February of this year but haven't done that yet but really create a crypto masterclass and there's similar things out there now but again who's telling who's leading the class who's doing the teaching and I just feel like I have a unique approach with that a unique approach with the doing a crypto masterclass because I start from the foundation and from the basics. You just don't want to jump into this stuff. You gotta you gotta build yourself up. I've written articles about you know uh, using LastPass as a password manager. And again, that's not the only way. It's one of the tools, not the only tool. There's a whole comprehensive strategy and approach you got to take from the very beginning to set yourself up and practice. With, you know, if you jump in, what's going to happen is you're going to get careless along the way and you're going to make mistakes. And that's the thing about this. So really, just uh, that's. One thing I would look forward to teaching people is the master class so that they could come to a trusted source and learn the stuff from the ground up that way. Again, that's all part of the intention of the book as well. So. Exactly. And I think that right now, a lot of people who are not as well versed with Bitcoin but want to jump in the market, they 
feel timid and maybe a little scattered because of the lack of knowledge out there from credible sources. Yeah, it's it's and, when you yeah yeah it, it, the paradigm is so different from the existing paradigm. That's, I think every single person who who heard about this was skeptical. The question was how long were they skeptical? I was skeptical mm-hmm. the first time that you know somebody it was the, that was how the book started. They, a friend asked me if they thought that they should uh, mine some Bitcoin. And I said, oh, I don't know about it. I'll have to get back to you. And then my answer, that's where I wrote the book. I was like, here's your answer. But uh, <laughs> in the, you know, but in the back of my mind, what I was thinking, you don't know what you're talking about. You better get your facts straight. That's some crazy stuff. What are you talking about? Mining computers and mining Bitcoin to make some money. Well, I was the one who didn't know what they were talking about. So everybody, there's a, there's a the skepticism threshold that you have to overcome. No matter how intelligent you are, I mean, I, I mean, every every to take the top one thousand smartest people or passionate Bitcoiners or top one thousand most influential Bitcoiners, every one of them, I guarantee it, if you interviewed them, they would tell you they were skeptical. The question was, how long were they skeptical? Two weeks, three weeks, two months. So everybody's got to overcome that. That's why it's important for people if they could find a trusted source to know where to go to to start learning. Exactly, and you know. and and as a teacher, you can make it simple. You can show them the steps. And Bitcoin is the whole world. You know, cryptocurrency is the whole world, and quite intimidating to to this one person with their with their tiny amount of Bitcoins trying to figure out how to invest it and what to do. So it's it's wonderful that you're actually laying out these steps in a transparent matter because transparency is so important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's why. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've done that. Uh, you know, a couple great articles in uh, uh, Why Bitcoin Magazine also about the secure. Actually, I have a new one coming out. Uh, the next issue uh, on security. So very well kind of diversified. You know, when you tell people, they think CPA, they think you kind of get pigeonholed, but um, not at <laughs> all from the not at all from the traditional CPA mold. I can tell you that. So I'm very very kind of diverse in this space. Uh, I look to tell a story where other people are not telling it the same way. I look to tell a different story. So exactly. And, that's, and you yeah. also are a, a woodworker. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes, I am a silk salt <laughs> woodworker. Yep. From uh, probably the uh, age from back when I was about uh, 13 or 14, and uh, wow. just kind of, it's kind of, yeah, it's my my natural kind of inquisitiveness, I guess. Uh, my curious, naturally curious about the world is what it is, you know, being observant. Mm-hmm. So I just, just kind of, just, uh, I guess I don't know, went out to the garage one day and looked at tools and okay, what can I make? And I remember making this box was the first thing, all by hand, you know, with a handsaw and stuff that I wouldn't. I wouldn't do today, although, yeah, I still end up using hand saws. But, yeah, so it's like all it is, it's like the approach. What you learn from woodworking is you've got great skills there, but it's really the approach that you take to doing something that you can then transfer to other things. So, you know, like with making fine furniture, I've got a whole range of different things, but my the ultimate is making fine furniture. If you've ever seen Fine Woodworking Magazine, like those are like the most talented people in the world, and I'm sure those people could blow me away because that's all they're doing all the time. But I, I don't do this all the time, you know, but I can. I mean, I can I don't have any rust, though. I can this fire. I can not have done anything for you know weeks or months and go and just, you know, get right back into it with no rust whatsoever. But the point is, like when you're making something really awesome, there's like a thousand steps. And you've also got maybe, you know, it could be hundreds of tools. You might have a thousand steps. And the question is knowing how to do the, knowing what all thousand steps are, but also doing them in the right order. And you got a little bit, you know, every time you do a step, you know, it's like there's a little bit of error in there, if you will. So like if you're pursuing excellence, you got to every, if you pursue excellence in every single step, then when you get to the very end, all it is, it's the accumulation of all the steps. 
So if you cut it short or you didn't, you know, put the quality into it, it's all going to show in the final product. So all you got to do is just transfer that same approach to everything else, writing a book, uh, how you deliver your services. You know, like T. Harv Eker said, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. One probably the possibly the number one quote of all time, which is awesome. You know, you don't approach, you really, when it comes down to it, you only do things the one way. However you do anything in your life is how you do everything in your life. So since you mentioned that, that's a, that's a cool thing. It, like to me, it's like, it's something I've been able to draw on to then ap- apply to, you know, other things in, in life, which is yeah, perfect. Yeah, I absolutely love for, that quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, this is this is actually per, a perfect metaphor, actually, for, uh, I'm glad you brought that up, the perfect metaphor for what we were just talking about here as far as, you know, learn ma- Bitcoin mastery and cryptocurrency mastery and starting from the ground up with the foundation. It, it exactly applies to what we just talked about, starting from the beginning and, uh, you know, mastering security and, and, you know, certain methodologies and certain steps and you know, starting with, you know, starting from the beginning and then working your way up to get in the more complicated stuff. But it's it's really like it's like it's like woodworking, but it's like, you know, applying it to cryptocurrency in a way. So that's so why I, I take the take the same approach that way. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. So you have got so much going on. You've got your book is on sale everywhere. You're getting ready to have this master class. So let's let's talk about how people can find your master class. So if they want to take your cryptocurrency master class, how do they get signed up for that? Well, actually, what's going to happen if you could go to the website, the Bitcoin CPA? It's not there right now, but mm-hmm. it will be there soon. It will be pre pre registration, if you will, will be there soon. It will be there by uh, probably uh, well today. First of all, today is the end of part one of tax season uh, for corporate deadline, and then of course, you know, part two is uh, a month from now, uh, April the fifteenth. So. Sometime between uh, now and April the 15th, uh, that will be there for a pre-registration, if you will. And uh, that's going to be exciting times. Really looking forward to teaching and educating people in that area. And is there is there a perk, perk to pre-registering? Uh, would add in there probably some bonuses, yeah. Like, um, I don't know, first 10 people, first 100 people, um, you know, insider circle type of thing for insider, insiders podcast or, I mean, insiders, uh, you know, calls, like group calls like that. Yeah, there's going to be stuff like that. Absolutely. And then your book, it can be found almost anywhere. Let's see. We can be found on Audible, Smashwords, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, CreateSpace, anywhere I miss? No, that's about, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. That's, uh, I think it's Apple, Apple books. It's, it's everywhere. That's why I created a page on the website because when you, when you have a book out there, there's not like a centralized hub where you can go to see it all. You kind of have to make a page up. So, which yeah, includes the audio book. That was narrated by Stephanie Murphy, by the way, um, who is a voice artist and a uh, one of the hosts of the Let's Talk Bitcoin show, and uh, she does she does an excellent job with uh, her voice artist work. Excellent. Well, that always helps when you're listening to an audio book, having a nice voice to accompany you on your journey <laughs> of knowledge. <laughs> yes, it does. Well, this is this has been absolutely wonderful, Kurt Phillip, author of the Ultimate Bitcoin Business Guide. Thank you so much for taking time to come on here and tell us all about what you have to offer, your blogs, your book, and I hope to talk to you soon. Yes, you are very welcome. I enjoyed the conversation, and uh, it was really a, a fantastic time. hope people got some value out of it. Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you soon. This has been Future, pa- Future Tech Podcast. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications, 
We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.